0: welcome to the brunch ladies of Kanchi consignment where you never know what we will be serving up hello and welcome to brunch ladies we are on episode 17 i believe yep
1: how how i don't
0: know but i'm starting like i'm feeling to fall apart oh my gosh like my necklace just came off Look,
1: I'm getting ready to put a necklace on, y'all. It's the 4th of July, and I glad it's not St. Patrick's Day and I get pinched, because I don't have a lick of red on me. But let me put this sassy necklace that I have on. This gold reminder. Isn't it pretty? It's going to get listed. It was in resale therapy.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool and different. Yeah, I love
0: it. Well, this is my own, and as with nothing else I own. It's not for sale. Um, it's one of the very few things I have in my possession that is not for sale. It's my necklace that I bought at Kanchi Consignment many, many years ago. And I absolutely adore. Nice. Yeah.
1: It's pretty full. Yeah. I have some jade to list. I actually have a couple of vintage jade earrings.
0: Ooh.
1: That are going to get listed.
0: Ooh, ooh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see them. I can't wait to see them. So, I was saying my necklace is falling off there. Another thing, like episode 17, I got to pull it together. I don't have a signature drink. I don't even have a drink here because I was rushing so much.
1: I have water. Yeah, right. we've next fallen week, down.
0: Next week, let's make a pact to get back to our fancy drinks. Okay. Um, I, I, I liked having that. It made me feel like it was special. Right, let's brunch right? Yes,
1: it was special. We've lost sight of the the specialness because, you know, life gets in the way and all of a sudden you let go and no, we got to go back to our drinks.
0: Yes. All right, next week. Um, um, Yeah.
1: I have a sneeze coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is unedited folks. This is unedited. Anything could happen. <clears> we are live Excuse and me? unedited. And there <laughs> might be <laughs> another to Cup follow.
1: Don't they, they usually come in twos. Hey, I wanna know about yesterday. You told me you were gonna go do one of my favorite things with Avery yesterday, do tell.
0: Yeah, so we decided, well, all right. So we usually go down to the beach for the 4th of July weekend. And mm-hmm. this week my daughter had to work and it is her birthday on July 3rd and we don't wanna leave her behind. So I, believe, I think there's a little feedback on your end there. Do you hear feedback? No. Okay. Let's see, I don't hear it now. All right, anyway. So Let <laughs> me one. Our, okay. And one of our favorite things to do, um, I said to Avery, I was like, all right, bud, what do you want to do? You want to still go down to the beach and have our holiday weekend, or do you want to have a staycation and do yard sailing, estate sales, and, you know, hang out and just do our favorite thing? So we both actually voted for the staycation. And... <laughs> Yesterday, Friday, because in Allentown, for some reason, let me know if it's like this in other parts of the country, because it's not like this in Philadelphia and it's not like this in Scranton. But in the Lehigh Valley, yard sales are pretty much start on Friday, Friday morning, Friday mornings. I know, right? Huh? I thought it was a fluke but you know having lived here for I guess going on four years now no it's not a fluke Fridays you gotta be ready to roll so Friday morning we were out and we hit a couple yard sales we mapped things out and oh my gosh it was so much fun to do what we love and love to do together. I love that
1: I didn't realize you went Friday so did you go Saturday too? Heck yeah! i'm so jealous so yeah it's rare where we live once every now and then you'll see one that posts a friday saturday Uh but typically if it's ever a two day they'll do like a saturday sunday but it's very rare saturday is always the big day
0: i'll be curious to hear from some of our listeners i hope we get feedback because i'm very curious and our friends um Tiffany of Rush, Russell Christian consignment. Also, she lives in the Lehigh Valley as well. And that's Liz right. Said, yep. She said she yard sales on Fridays. Yeah.
1: Well, see, I like that, except we do our C-chats recording on Friday, so that makes it a little.
0: Yeah, you got to get out early. and
1: then... yeah, that schedule because you got to go early. You got to go early. Although we sometimes actually, late... we
0: went late. We went late and We have kind of like a joke in our family. We call ourselves like we're scavengers, we're vultures, we're you know we pick off everybody else's stuff. So we kind of have we kind of have a little joke in our family about that. Like we like to swoop in after everybody else is done. But
1: that's when you get the best
0: deals, honestly, right? And people are you know we're doing them a favor, right? At that point, usually people have in the yard; they're just ready to get rid of it yeah so it works out for everybody. So we love went Friday it. after we went Friday after we recorded our um, C chats episode love that. and we got some awesome, awesome deals and I can't wait to show you guys. I'm gonna put some of this stuff in resale therapy just because we were were super excited that we found this stuff. We met some really cool people that were having uh, these yard sales. It was just fun all around.
1: I love it. And I can't amazing. wait to see what you got.
0: Yep, and we have a couple of couple of pieces that we got yesterday. We got this beautiful, beautiful coffee table, and it is the gentleman's mother had made it years ago, probably in the early '70s. It has a very like bohemian kind of flair to it, and I can't wait to show you guys. It has copper trim, and he was just so happy. It was she
1: made it. The mother made it.
0: His mother, and he was probably um, a little bit older than me, maybe. So you know. and he they're just downsizing and he was like thrilled that we wanted it and loved it so oh i I
1: can't wait to see that i'm intrigued
0: hi i'm intrigued i'm like should i i don't really have a place to put it in my house but i know it's gonna find the perfect home
1: oh they always do don't they i know always find the perfect home Mm -hmm. i love that oh i'm so glad that y'all did that together I
0: really am. Yeah, the other thing we did on Friday, the other one of the sales was, and um, Avery had showed me a picture of the sale. It was at a local church. And I was like, it was like tables and tables of glassware. And even though I sell and photograph glassware, I'm just, you know, being real here, not one of my favorite things to do. It's a pain. It is. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort a lot of storage, <laughs> shipping. Like, shipping
1: is scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of the tougher items in consignment is, is breakables. So he showed me he really wanted to go to this church one, see if they had any typewriters. And he showed me the picture. It was just tables and tables of, of glassware. And I'm like, oh, God, no. I was like, all right, we'll do that one last. Boy, was I wrong. Oh my goodness. It was the best thing we hit. Are least. you serious? Super sweet. Oh my gosh. Oh they my brought gosh. an old. I bought an old um piano organ bench. Not a bench. It was a stool, like the adjustable piano stool. Okay. So, um, they brought it down for me from the um the parsonage. And they're oh, like, Yeah, because oh, yeah, cool. I was just talking to them and so they brought it down. They're like, maybe you'd be interested in this. Yeah and uh, it has brass brass feet, like a claw foot, and inside the claw is a glass marble, for lack of a better word. It's, I mean, it's in rough condition, but it's so cool.
1: I want you to show it to me. It's so hard to sit here and listen to you describe it. I wanna see.
0: All right, well, I will post it up on our social media at some point this week okay for those of you listening that want to see it also because i'm dying just yeah so that was just really really fun and of course you know what i ended up with some mid-century glassware i just couldn't help myself i was like a kid in a candy shop there like most things were like 50 cents a doll not the oh yeah or anything but you know they just had stuff priced to sell they were super sweet they were happy it was going to a good home and I just couldn't resist the mid-century, like pottery and planters and, uh,
1: Oh my gosh, Libby. Yeah.
0: I was like, you're killing me, you're way killing way. me. I'm not getting any glassware. I'm not getting anything breakable. And you know, we're... <laughs> it's every time, and like,
1: oh it, it happens every time. Right. When I go, I'm like, I'm only focusing on the, this particular thing, just this, mm-hmm. and I never stay on task
0: ever. It's hard. It's hard. And Avery got himself. He didn't find any typewriters while we were out. Not a one. Um, but he did find some sports jerseys that he's looking Ooh. up and he's going to list. Yep. Yeah. And uh,
1: Ooh.
0: he's big into the jewelry now. So, yeah.
1: I love the jewelry too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I got lots of
1: pieces coming from this end from both estates that I've been working on. So, yeah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff like the necklace I'm wearing.
0: That is really pretty. It's a nice length, too.
1: You were mentioning, um, since it's 4th of July and you mentioned Emma's birthday, I was thinking, wouldn't it be fun, let's talk about like a 4th of July memory. And I know you have a lot because it's always Emma's birthday weekend. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's a weird time to have a birthday, I'm I'm not gonna lie, because everybody travels or everybody's at the shore. So, Mm -hmm. you know, traditionally, it's been tough to throw her like a real good party.
1: Um, well, but the one good thing is when you lived in Conshohocken, Conshohocken actually threw fireworks annually for Emma's
0: birthday. On July 3rd, she was born on the 3rd of July at 10.22 PM. And I remember um, Dave of saying to me, come on, it's almost the 4th of July. Can't we just wait? <laughs> Can't she be born on the 4th of July? I was like, yeah, I don't think that's happening. <laughs>
1: oh so boy. that's always
0: a funny memory so she was born just before the fourth like literally just before the fourth of july and um, oh. yeah so and the other funny thing is avery is february and he was little he never understood because we always had fireworks on emma's birthday and everybody would come over our house there'd be a big fireworks display and he's like well oh my gosh i can't wait for my birthday when i get fireworks and i'm like oh buddy <laughs> I knew that that was so cute. Right? We could get
1: some sparklers.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Aww. no, no fireworks in February. Mm-mm. Sorry, Ave. Sorry. <laughs> he was just Aww. so cute though. You know, he, that is he always cute. associated fireworks with um, his birthday. So
1: I love her, her birthday.
0: Her, her birthday. birthday. Yeah, her birthday. Yeah.
1: What's your favorite birthday party you had for her?
0: Ugh. All right, so I'm gonna have to look back on our country consignment website. So she knew she wanted to have a sweet 16 party. So we did one at home. It was a combination of friends and family. And it was just, um, you know, sometimes you can get caught up in those extravagant things. It was like a down home, like do everything yourself kind of party. But our drive was to make it as sustainable as possible.
1: I love that. Yeah.
0: So we did some pretty neat things and we had some fun with it. We um, pulled out some refab furniture from our barn and we mm-hmm. used those as like um, serving serving pieces. We used uh, jelly jars as glasses. Uh, what else did we do? We bought a bunch of like reusable t- like uh, cloth tablecloths at the consignment store near us. OK, then, yeah, love it. we brought them back and reconsigned them when we were done. Um, cause we were only going to need them that once. Um, and we just tried, we used all China and re, no disposable plates or anything like that. Um, I pulled some China that we had on consignment, some pottery, and we used just a mishmash of all that stuff, real silverware. And we just washed it up. It was no big deal. Um, no paper products. Yeah. We got away with no paper products. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, All right. I was just we were really proud we were really proud of it because it's not easy to do. It's right. not easy
1: you easy should to be proud. Real. I yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah, I it's love everything amazing. about that. And,
0: and I love you combine like family and friends at the same time is, you know, for a 16 year old can be a challenge, but it was just really enjoyable for everybody.
1: Oh, I yeah. love that.
0: And the weather cool. cooperated, so that was super cool. <laughs>
1: And you didn't have, did you have the fireworks then? Because you aren't living in Kanchi. Conchie always did the big fireworks on the third.
0: We did. We could hear them, but you can't see them from where I live. Not now. from where you are now. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm.
1: But A little bit different. Well, the She's fun- older, the so it's okay.
0: part of that story is that Emma hates fireworks. <laughs> she absolutely abhors them. And, uh, you know, I don't like them either. Because when I was a kid, Uh, My father worked in a fireworks factory. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and he also would shoot off firework displays. Mm -hmm. And it was always very anxiety-producing because I grew up um, on the side of a mountain. And when the fireworks place, I remember twice that it had exploded. Um, The whole mountain shakes.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Um, So it was always like a fairly anxiety-producing thing or like seeing people shoot off fireworks and like knowing my dad was down there doing that with it just really anxiety producing as a child so it never really had the joy for me that it probably has for other people and wow. it doesn't get
1: and she's the third of July birthday oh yuck oh my God loves them. Well, that's good I'm not a you know what I love them from a distance I don't like them up close I don't like them I don't like to be around where somebody is doing them. I'm kind of like you. They get I get very anxious about somebody getting injured. And so I'm just not a fan. I don't, I like the ones that are mandated by the fire department. They do it, they run it, it's in a safe space. You know, growing up yes. on Hilton Head, our fireworks were always shot out from barges on the water. Mm-hmm. So it's much safer because it's just a flat. Barge. They take yeah. it all out there and they shoot it out up there. Um, you do have the wind factor, however. And I remember when I was probably I don't know I'd say somewhere between eight and twelve. Um, we used to go out on the beach. It's the Holiday Inn Beach. We called it. And that one year was where they did it out there. They quit doing it out on the ocean side and moved it more on the intercoastal waterway sides because the wind was so bad, but I remember watching on the beach and you'd lay out on the beach and you know they're out on the barge doing them, but the wind would blow so bad, they all came towards the beach one time and we got like ashes in our eyes. Mm-hmm. So I remember that and that was not so much fun. Yeah. Um, but then later they moved them and so they always do them at Harbor Town and then they do them at Shelter Cove and they do them at Hudson. So there's three spots along the intercoastal waterway of the island where they shoot them off. And the other memory I have is one year we go out and we're like, okay, you get ready. And everybody's either out in their boats to watch it, or you're at a, at a waterside restaurant or somebody's condo or house on the water. So you can see it and we're all ready and we're waiting and we're waiting. And we're like, when are they coming? When are they coming? And we had done the ones at Hudson's, the Skull Creek Marina. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, it's starting. And it just went and that was it. The whole barge, they caught on fire, and everything just shot at once, and it was done. And the guys, you could see their their images jumping into the water off the barge. <laughs> like, you could see them going, Tool. I mean, it's interco- it was safe waters. It wasn't like out in the, you know, it, they were in a safe harbor area. But you could see their bodies from the lights flying off, jumping into the water to get, yeah, I don't think anybody in the end got injured. It was the firefighters doing it, but they had a little oops, go on there. So,
0: yeah I mean, it happens.
1: Yeah. It happens. yeah. yeah. But I love to watch them from a distance. I don't like to yeah. see, I don't like when I can see the people igniting them you know? <laughs> and that gets the anxiety. But if yeah. I can just look up in the sky and go, isn't that beautiful?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> then the stress doesn't come with it. Right. Exactly.
0: Hey, Wait, well, so- um- Oh, I was just gonna ask, like, what else about the Fourth of July? You showed me something a little, gave me like a little peek of something that was super cool today. Well, this and kind you're of still goes at your mom's house, right? You're still yes,
1: your I'm still house. at my mom's house. I'll yeah. be here for the remainder of the month, helping get her situated in her new home, going through this house, um, which is both sides of the family. A lot of history stored in boxes and things here, so it's gonna take a while. But um, yeah, so I was thinking, I was telling you, like, this is. You know, army related, war related, us country related. I was going through things in one of the closets the other day and I found my father's World War II uniform. So I brought it out and I tell you, like it's hot and heavy. They're wool, right? They're oh my they're God, they're wool. wool. Right? It's yeah. so, it's so heavy. Look at this. It's like, oh wow. I mean, the pants alone are ridiculous heavy, but then you've got the jacket on top of it. But this was my dad's from World War II. He was in the Army, and I can't remember the technical name of it, and I should have looked it up. In fact, it might be in this letter that I have, but he was in what is now the air force back then it was a division the air force wasn't its own separate it was part of the army and so that's what my dad where my dad was he was a part of the air force part of the army for world war ii and eventually got stationed in i believe new guinea um and he loved it out there but i found this and somewhere he's got all his medals i think my brother's children might have them but i found this and i was like that is so Cool. I mean, I I don't know what you do with it, but I guess that's his flight wings or something. I'd have to look all this up. 38XL was my dad. He was a tall drink of water, my daddy. (laughs) Tall drink of water. Um, But anyway, it was so cool to find that. So we found that the other day and I'm looking at that. Well, this morning, like every now and then, Nick will bring a bucket out and go, here's another bucket for you to go through. And it's packed with Lord only knows what. I mean, deeds to property, uh, birth certificates. It could be pictures of my great aunt Flo, you know, (laughs) whatever. But I found this letter and I was like, what is this? And it was addressed to my mom at our old, my childhood house. And so I opened it up and it is a gentleman who was in the army with my dad. In World War II with my dad. And I'm not gonna read it all to you, but he sent this to my mom right after my dad passed away in 96. And the whole letter from this gentleman, Bob, tells all about stuff about my dad that I just never knew. Like oh, you don't, wow. you know, I only knew him as my dad, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he was Tack, the environmentalist. He, you know, I, I've always been so proud of everything he stood for but then I read this about his younger years before he ever met my mom and it still has stuff in there. He said, they always referred to him as OD my dad's name's Orion Davis hack. And so, and my brother's Orion Davis hack jr. Then we have the third, Um, but they never called him Orion. He said in this, Um, your husband was never known as Orion in the service, always OD. And then he said that he first met him in the fall of 1942 um, when he was transferred into my father's squadron and barracks. And he goes to talk about how it was very quick to find out that kind of the, the leaders of the barrack, kind of the core was my dad and these two other gentlemen, um, Jack Chandler, the barrack chief and somebody named Boise, it looks like, born were the nucleus is what he called them of the group that dominated the barracks. So anyway, he was talking about how he got led into the group that my father invited him to lunch one day. And after that, he became part of that nucleus of the barracks and kind of got in, I guess is what it sounds like he was saying, but they had a really close group that another one came in, but I thought this was funny. He said, "Um, I mention all of this because at some point, Later time, a fellow from New York asked me how in the hell Dave and myself got tied up with three damned Southerners. (laughs) I told him it was because Dave and I were from the South too. Dave from Southern Montana and I from Southern Minnesota. (laughs) And then he says prejudice was more common in those days, which I wouldn't have thought they were still in World War II kind of doing the South versus North thing, but I thought that was funny that his response was, oh, we're from the South
0: too. <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, it was
1: interesting. There's this, you know, two, four page letter all about his time in the service with my dad and really wow. cool, really cool.
0: So really what are you cool. gonna do with that?
1: So I don't really know, I don't know. I mean, I'll take, I, I, what do you do with a an army suit that clearly we've been carrying around all this time from person to person? What do you do with it? I take suggestions. <laughs> I mean, this letter is pretty cool. I want to keep it because it gives me an insight into my father that I didn't necessarily know before. Oh, here's one I thought was interesting. He said, um, And this takes you back to when you watch some of those older movies and documentaries on TV about these times. He said, we took overseas training. Well, he talked about they were looking for overseas people um, to transfer. And he said they were looking for volunteers for overseas service. O.D. and I didn't hesitate. Ours were the first two names on the list. We took overseas training at Salt Lake City. were sent to Camp Kilmer, New Jersey and boarded ship in New York. We sailed August 19th, 1944 and 48 days later, we landed in Hollandia, New Guinea. 48 days, 48 days. He said, I'll bet that if OD ever mentioned any of his service experiences to you, that trip on that rotten, dirty, filthy British ship was mentioned. 48 days on that ship was enough to tightly bond old enemies. Two weeks after we landed, Od was assigned to an outfit in Naz something New Guinea, and two to three weeks later, I joined in the Philippines. So it goes on, but I was like forty-eight days on. I never knew my dad spent forty-eight days on a yucky, dirty, disgusting British ship. <laughs> like he never told yeah. me that. I didn't know that. But you know, I watch all these old movies and things, and I think, gosh, I wish now. I I wish now I knew kind of his experiences there and could have talked to him. My dad, for those that are just listening, was a good bit older. Um, my dad did not get married till he was 50. So he was like a grandfather age. Oh, really? Yeah. 50. So oh, for me God. growing up as a kid, okay. yeah, for me growing up as a kid, now my mother was younger. It gets funny, but my mother got married at age 25, my dad 50. They were each other's first and only marriages, first and only loves but a 25 year age difference. So my dad had already experienced the world by the time he met my mother on Hilton Head and they got married, Um, which was good because my mother hates to travel. (laughs) She doesn't fly. She likes to stay home. Her idea of travel is Disney. She'll go to Disney a thousand times, but other than that, she prefers home base. So it's good my dad experienced, and he continued to experience while they were married, but, Anyway, so there's a, a a big age gap. So, when I talk about my dad, it would probably be more like you guys talking about your grandfather's experiences, right? Yeah. Cuz my dad was born in like 1916, I think. So, wow. you know. Yeah, he was 50 when he got married, 52 when I was born. Wow. So, my age. I can't imagine starting with baby
0: now. Oh my gosh, Holy. right?
1: I couldn't wow. imagine. He said we he kept is him young. One
0: strong man. That's all I can yeah. say. Wow.
1: He says we kept him young. So anyway, but these are just some really cool things that I came across that I thought was fun to share. I have no idea what I'm doing with them. Yeah, I can't. I almost think I want to dress a mannequin with a uniform and take a bunch of pictures and then figure out what to do with the uniform because it's just what
0: what do you do with it? What do you do with it? You find somebody that really wants it and will appreciate it, whether that's somebody in your family or whether that's putting it up for sale. Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, the goal would be to preserve it and get it to somebody that's gonna appreciate it. I mean, hopefully it's somebody in your family, but you know, maybe not. Yeah,
1: we'll see. Maybe not, but the latter I think is pretty awesome to keep. And some of the other stuff I keep finding about my dad and family that I didn't know. And, you know, what I, my point about him being so much older was unfortunately I was at that immature part of my life where I didn't, care to dig deeper into stories with my father. And so by the time I matured and wanted to know more about him, where you get to that age where you really start caring about the historical stories of what was life like, and he wasn't, he wasn't here. You know, he was, he passed away right as during my end of college times. So, Um, right as the marriage time. So at that point when you're starting to really mature and care about family history, he wasn't there for me to pick his brain and get all those stories. I wish I would have.
0: (laughs) I know, but what a blessing that you're, you're finding some of this stuff now. Like what a blessing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It really is. Sometimes you get a little tear, you know, but it's a lot of fun. And I can't okay. wait to share it with Cal and with my brothers' boys. They'll they'll yeah. get a kick out of it. So somehow I'll figure out something to do and put these these kind of items in a special box so that they can all get the family history stuff going. But
0: oh, stuff. I love that. I love good that. Stuff. Oh my so. gosh! Yeah, you're you're all all about finding fun things and.
1: Lately, that seems to be my, my goal, right? That seems to be where I keep getting put into estates, estates with family history. So.
0: Yeah, it's your specialty now. It's found you or you found it. I don't know which. I don't know which. I think it found
1: me, for sure.
0: Okay. okay. For sure. Yeah.
1: But, you know, I love learning new things. I always have. So this keeps your brain going and keeps you researching and finding new stuff so I would love to come across his medals at some point. I do somewhere have a list of all the medals that he got but I haven't found the actual medals themselves and I know they're somewhere because I remember as a child holding them and seeing all the different colors of the ribbons and things so. Who knows, my brother and I pop probably used them with his G.I. Joe and my Barbie and somehow they got oh, trashed gosh. because that's what silly kids do when they find silly things, you know? <laughs> well, let's hope they may that. never be with us again, but I'll let you know if I come across those in my oh, yeah. weeks yeah. of opening boxes and boxes.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see what else you uncover.
1: Every time <laughs> we think we're done, we'll open a drawer and Nick will be like, under the bed, there's two more boxes. And I'm like, stop
0: it, stop <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: And then I opened this outdoor storage shed, and inside of it, like four big tubs of slides, photos, papers. It's going to be a whole other yeah. crazy historical trip. So, wow.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's great. I mean, people get to see what actually, like, our consigners and customers can see what actually goes into, like, by you, you know, being so open and showing us all this, what actually goes yeah. into. Um, going through an estate. And, you know, the other thing is, you know, this happens to be Molly's family, but we've done this for non-family members. And honestly, we show the same uh, care and concern for, for others' items as we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you definitely get, you definitely get emotionally invested. I mean, it's-
1: You do. And when you're sitting there going through it with people who it's their family, you know, you can tend to put, even if you haven't lost somebody that close to you, you can still compassionately try to put yourself in somebody's shoes. You know, you do have things that are meaningful to you. And so you understand that pull of, you know, do I keep it? Do I sell it? Do I, and I have to remind myself as I'm going through all these things because both sides of my family are deep in history in the South and, but it's like my mother kept it all these years that came from my great great grandmother, from the, you know, wherever, wherever in Charleston, Savannah. What do you do with it? You know, why am I keeping it? Yeah. I, I that's why I think sometimes having the photographs to document and the written history, but the items, I just we can't just keep storing it. You know, it just keeps stored. It gets, just keeps moved from one bucket of a house to another house in a bucket. Like never.
0: Yeah, that's so. I, yeah, it's so hard, and it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good that we've we've both been in the place where we have we are doing it for family members or have done it for family members. Right. It definitely, it definitely makes. I I can think back on how that feels and that experience and put mm-hmm. myself in you know the consignor's shoes or mm-hmm. you know person that's liquidating an estate, um, mm-hmm. in the in their shoes. Yeah. And.
1: And I always say, you know, if you're like we've said with other things before, if you're really that torn with something, hang on to it for a little while and revisit it, revisit it a year from now, find a safe place to store it and then revisit it in a couple of years and determine Mm -hmm. again, because right now when you're going through something like I'm going through with my mother, your emotions are everywhere. It's not just on the boxes of stuff that come out of the closet. It's on my mother in the new living situation she's in, keeping her emotionally sound and happy and content, and me being away from home. And, you know, it, it, there's so much in that whole bubble that maybe some of those decisions, if you toy back and forth, just go ahead and put it away somewhere and and get through the rest of the roller coaster, and then revisit it a year or two from then. I think, you know,
0: I think that is wonderful advice. Wonderful advice not to be making those decisions when you are emotional. It's okay to go through the items and look at them and sort. I mean, maybe there's some stuff you just know, you know, right. I want to donate this or, you know, uh, my son-in-law wants this or, you know, whatever. Right. But I think that's really good. Like, don't, I don't I mean in regards to consignment specifically I advice mean, don't consign something you're not ready to part with and we tell people that no. all the time like we're we're fine we always have more than enough things we're, but we are here to help you when you're ready
1: right when <laughs> you're ready yep absolutely absolutely so
0: on a lighter subject oh <laughs> um, you did a really fun uh, <laughs> although it was with it, one of the estates a really fun tips and tricks video I'm gonna post on uh, YouTube later, but it's on Instagram now.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. From my estate cleaning yes. in Miami, yes. yes, yes. The
0: not so glamorous part of consignment.
1: I need to do one here at some point Um as we get our system organized. I'll go through showing you some of the buckets of stuff and yeah. kind of a separation process and crazy. Oh,
0: yeah. That's a really crazy. good idea.
1: Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yep. But yeah, making the the reels is fun in the TikTok videos.
0: I'm it's glad fun. you enjoy that cuz I'd love to see what you come up with.
1: I but the problem you is you have to remember story. you're going to make it because you get so busy, right? And then you get done with your project. That happened to me when we were in Miami with several things and I was like, "Oh, when I do this, I want to make a reel." But you get so busy and you're again, you're I was with my cousin who was I was being emotionally supportive for her through things. So you forget, and you get so into getting a job done, and later you're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to reel that. <laughs> yeah, it
0: happens. But you
1: know, you get a few and it's good, it works, yeah. so.
0: Yeah, it is hard to stop and, and document, and we forget, you know, we get so into the process, and Right. yeah, I hear you on that. I'm
1: so sure. I'll try to come up with a couple of good ones here as I go through Mom's Estate, but to go, go along with me. And Judy's Miami estate tips and tricks.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I think we need um, a Disney one with your mom. Some kind of Mickey reel.
1: Oh my <laughs> gosh! Let me That's tell you, same. when we get it all together, yes, we will go through a Mickey's estate. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh yeah, we could do something fun with that for yes. sure. Because <laughs> so we got a lot. Our crew, Mickey, Mickey version, yeah. or Mickey, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, so for sure, that would be fun. All right. All right. I I don't know about you. Happy 4th first again. Happy 4th. I'm sorry I did not wear my red, white, and blue. Um, I hope maybe you have some fun plans today. My plans are in this house.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, mine are about the same. Um, I don't like to be out too much on the 4th. I know people are partying and Mm -hmm. uh, drinking and... I don't know. I just personally I don't like to be out on the road on the 4th if I can help it. Uh and especially since oh Avery's learning how to drive. Um but not today. Not, not today. Not <laughs> on the 4th. <fourth. laughs> yeah.
1: So <sighs> All
0: right. Yeah, that's how
1: I am. We're going to stay here. Nick took mom to church and um when he gets back, I did buy some things to make like a fruit salad and an orzo salad. So it kind of felt festive today while we're working that we had kind of a eat on the deck meal. So it feels like 4th of July, throw a couple of veggie burgers on the grill out there. So we're going to kind of have a fun picnicky, y style, easy meal that feels 4th of July. But we're not going
0: anywhere. Oh, maybe I'll swap out my um, weekly Sunday spaghetti dinner for a. Kind of outdoor meal today That's
1: you a really should yeah. get what we got a watermelon at the grocery store yesterday we're gonna chop up and put some blueberries in there and you know uh, we have
0: a crop of this crazy amount of sour cherries right now
1: Ooh, what do you yeah. do with
0: that so you can make a pie juice um kind of like a pie filling um mm. drinks you know whatever
1: oh you need to have that for your signature drink next week
0: I wanted to do it this morning, but I just ran out of time. Oh, Next week. You know what else we have? So we have. I was talking a little bit earlier, coming <laughs> I mean, full circle here, about how my family jokes that we're we're scavengers, like we <laughs> live off the remnants of you know society. So we go to a, uh, a discount grocery store that has like the, the excess or whatever. So they often have cases of items. So last wow. week we got a case of limes, which is probably it's probably over a hundred limes. So we are just going to be going hard on limes and sour cherries. If anybody has any great recipes, drop it in the comments. Share them. Yes. Especially savory. We are very like, we like savory things, which is kind of a little, a little bit harder, but uh, yeah. So we are scavenging.
1: All right. Now I'm going (laughs) to specifically look for at least one, one recipe for you.
0: Yeah. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Because I think
1: it'll be fun to do.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: nice week. Yeah. All right. Off to work we go. Happy fourth, right. you guys that are going out and about. Stay safe and have fun. Yep. Bye. Bye.
0: To see what Conchi Consignment is serving up on the daily, visit us at Conchiconsignment.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.